Hey, welcome back to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Cody Owen, and I am sitting down today, or I'm standing actually, with uh, my friend Marvin Salcedo. He is the owner of Salcedo Lawn. He is a serial entrepreneur and he loves to help other business owners learn more about how they can grow their business. And so today we're going to be talking about fixing your hiring problems. Marvin, thanks for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. So let's... For people that don't know you um, in the audience, let's talk a little bit about your story growing Salcedo and maybe some of the other businesses that have come into your orbit now, just to give people okay. an idea of who you are. Yeah, so I know you're an expert, but we want them to know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I've started and uh, built up and ran uh, several multi-million dollar businesses uh, from landscaping to, uh, an automotive shop and a, uh, most recently a hot rod shop. I have built several companies from the ground up. I have not always been successful in everything that I've done. Uh, I have started a few businesses or taken over a couple of businesses that have failed. Uh, and I was able to learn from my mistakes and not repeat those, uh, in the, in my future endeavors. Um, most recently, my this current landscape company that I own, I started it over six years ago. And in the last six years, uh, I've built it from about 100000 in business to uh, at the end of 2022, we closed out right at $5 million in sales. And, uh, and then we could just continue to grow from there. And then I have ventured into coaching other businesses and helping the helping business owners to grow their companies and uh, recently jumped on the speaking circuit and have been going around uh, all over America and uh, speaking at business conferences and, and helping other business owners. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a little bit about me. Yeah. I was really excited when I saw that you were speaking now because having known you for so many years from my last job and always being able to pick your brain uh, either on a podcast or just when I had a question about something business-wise, I knew I could reach out and you would be willing to help me. So I, I'm so yes, excited sir. that like the, I mean, I'm nervous that maybe you'll have less time to help me if you're helping a bunch of people, but I'm really excited for the impact that you're going to have uh, in our community. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Hey, I'm always here to help you. <laughs> well, let's jump in and talk a little bit about hiring. Maybe let's talk about uh, like a, a mistake to kick things okay. off. Um, maybe you've got a, a hiring horror story for the guys. Oof. So I'll tell you a funny one. I hired a guy one time who supposedly had eight years of experience in the landscape industry. Um, didn't vet him much. I just said he had experience and seemed to be a likable guy. Went ahead and hired him. Um, I threw him on a crew and I figured, you know, I'd let the crew leader uh, let me know how he's doing. And about halfway through the day, the crew leader called me. It's like, dude, you got to come get this guy. And, uh, he, he was like, he doesn't know anything. So I get out there, I go pick him up. And then and on our way back to the shop, I'm like, so what's going on? I, I thought you had like eight years of experience. He's like, I do, I do. I got eight years of experience. 
It's like I mow my own, but line. they said you didn't know how to even like start a weed eater or anything. And he told me he's like, well, they they made me, you know, they made me. They usually had me like raking leaves and stuff. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> you had eight years of raking experience. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, man. And they he the, the weed eater for him and handed it to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And he's like, so what time tomorrow? I was like, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> So there's there's a funny one for you. So but, chase down that I mean, uh, the the claims made in the interview a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I've you know I have onboarded hundreds of people throughout the years and have learned a lot in the process on how to better vet people, how to interview them properly. You know what to say, what not to say. Uh, my favorite, my absolute favorite question to ask whenever I am hiring somebody or, or interviewing them is just simply, so tell me about yourself. And people love to talk about their favorite subject, which is their selves. And uh, many times you will hear about all the skeletons in the closet because <laughs> they just, they, they word vomit. And they just tell you anything and everything, whether you need to know it or not. And uh, they'll start confessing, oh, well, you'll see in my background check that oh, I've got a felony and this happened and that happened. And it's like, okay, okay, yeah, all right. Well, you know, mistakes happen, but, you know, but then they open the door so that you can have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe let's, I don't feel like we have talked a lot about interviewing people specifically on the podcast here. So do you want to just like kind of walk us through what your your interview process looks like? So first of all, it, it all depends on the level that we're hiring for. Mm-hmm. On your lower level, your laborers, um, you don't want to make the process too complicated. Uh, in order for somebody to be hired on. Uh, if you make them jump through too many hoops, at least in my experience, uh, they won't even call you back. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're going to have to send in a, a resume, if they have to fill out this form online, if they have to email this and you send a blood sample and uh, you know, whatever else it, you know, they're just, they're not going to do it. Because uh, they know that the company down the street will hire them, no questions asked, or very few questions. And, um, you know, it's just we're the market that we have been in over the past couple of years is very employee friendly. And they, they do have the upper hand in a lot of ways because uh, they know that they can just go right down the street and they'll get hired on. So and kind of uh, your, your highest competition area, you want to have the least friction in the hiring process. Yes. Yes. You do still want to vet them. You do want to make sure that they are, um, you know, that they can do the job that you're, you're asking for. And a lot of ways that you can do that is they don't even know that they're going through this process. Um, so whenever you bring them into the office, you can have them sit down and wait for you have them wait for a little longer than you normally would, you know, have them wait for 15 or 20 minutes uh, because you're in a meeting and you want to see how they're going to respond 
to just sitting around and waiting. Are they going to play around on their phone? Are they going to read uh, the book that you have sitting on the table? And, and, and matter of fact, and I learned this from uh, Libby. And if you haven't had her on your podcast, you need to get her on your podcast. But Perfect. Uh, talked with uh, Libby about this and you have uh, put, put a book together or, or a, uh, a pamphlet or something about your company and have it sitting on the, the little coffee table in the waiting room and uh, and say, hey, here's some information about our comf- company uh, if you'd uh, like to look it over while you're waiting. And then see if they actually look at it. Are they willing yeah. to dive in and read about your company? Or are they just going to kind of skim through it and move on? Well, that tells you about their character. Uh, are they willing to read and research and learn about your company? Another thing that you can do is is intentionally leave trash on the floor of the waiting room. See this if they a, pick uh, it up or not. That's a, a Disney uh, original. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, but you leave trash on the floor. See if they actually pick it up or do they just kind of walk around it or kick it under the table? You know, how are they going to respond to that? Are they going to take the initiative to pick it up and throw it away. You can ask them for their drink order. You know, would you like some water or coffee? Uh, and then bring them the wrong thing and see, see how they're going to respond to well, it. Y'all are playing 3d chess over here. This is oh good. This man, is good stuff. you have to, you have to. And, and Hey, I, I wish I could say that I've, I, all this is my idea. I stole a lot of this from Libby. You know, if they ask for coffee with a, you know, sugar and cream, uh, just bring them black coffee or bring them water instead and see how they're going to respond to that. And this, all this tells you about their character and who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when it comes down to the the questions, you know, I just, I want to know about you. Tell me about yourself. You know, what is your experience? You know, who are you? You know, questions that you want to stay away from. You don't want to, you don't want to say, Hey, are you a family man? Are you a family woman? Uh, you don't want to say, uh, you know, do you go to church? Are you religious? Anything like that? You want to stay very neutral uh, and ask questions that pertain to the job. Another thing that you can do is ask them to what. Tell me something about yourself that you're proud of, mm. and uh, and then just find out. You know, let them brag about themselves a little bit and see what they brag about. You know, are they bragging about uh, that they are excited because they just became a U.S. citizen or did they, you know, did they help a old lady across the street or are they just happy because they uh, beat the new Call of Duty movie or game that came out? You know, what, how are they going to respond to this? Uh, and all this tells about who they are as a person. So no, those are a lot of the questions that I like to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is interesting because I, you know, in high school and college, I worked all through at like restaurants and I've, you know, been interviewed by several restaurant managers and I've never been asked a question even remotely like that. I think the the most common thing that I got was like, I think it was because they had seen it in movies was like, where do you see yourself in five years? And it's like, well, not working at Sweet Tomatoes anymore. Like, <laughs> that's what I, uh, you know, it was just like a question that was so ambiguous. It was like, well, yeah, I, I intend to go to college. I'm a junior in high school and I've got like plans to do that. 
But yeah. you know, you're asking a 16 year old or, you know, I know in, in the lawn care case, the, the age is a little higher than that. Y'all aren't usually throwing 16 year olds on zero turns. No. But you're asking an 18, 19 year old, like, where do you think you're going to be in five years? He probably doesn't know where he's going to be on Friday. Like, <laughs> no, they don't. They, 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 they forgot about lunch and they, they're going to have to eat that day. I mean, yeah. yeah. When you are talking to someone and they're telling you about themselves, what can you give us an example of like, you ask that kind of open-ended question and someone responds in a way that you're like, Ooh, yeah, I, I want to bring this person on. What does that look like? So, I, you know, I want to find out, are they a driven person? Do they think for themselves? Uh, or am I going to have to micromanage them because they're not willing to do anything to push themselves forward? You know, mm-hmm. how, how do they, how do they deal with daily life? And asking an open-ended question like that allows them to, well, to brag about themselves. And I want to know what their accomplishments are. I want to know who they are, what they are, why they are, where they plan on going. And when you ask them, who are you? Uh, Another question I really like asking is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, I, I asked business owners that I, I asked people this past week, I was, I was just speaking at a conference in, in Vegas and I was going up to business owners and asking them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's, it's such a probing question because a lot of people have never thought that far into the future and it forces them to think, okay, what am I doing with my life? And is this going to push me towards my end goal? I know what I want to be when I grow up. I know where I want to head in life. And and I'm starting it now, you know, 10, 15, 20 years before I'm getting over there. But what I'm doing now is leading me to my end game. Mm-hmm. And I love helping people. And that's why I do what I do so that I can help others. And so when I ask people, what do you want to be when you grow up? That tells that, you know, hopefully that opens up that door and tells me what kind of person they are, because I want to know in, you know, are you a happy person? Do you, do you, or are you always, are you Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) Is is the glass always half empty? I mean, half empty, you know, Mm -hmm. are are you always looking down on the world or do you have a great attitude? Do you have a good outlook on life? And uh, if you, if you have a great attitude, and you're a driven person, if you don't know the skills, I can teach you those skills. I want to know who you are. What is your character? Who are, who are you as a person? And if you have the right character behind you, I can teach you how to mow. I can teach you how to weedy. I can teach you the skills that you need in the office. I want to know those things that you can't teach. And that's, what is your character? Are you a happy person? Do you have, do you, did you come into the interview with a smile on your face? You look professional or do you look like you just woke up and rolled off the couch in your pajamas? You know, if you show up to the interview and, and you look like you dug your clothes out of the, the dirty clothes bin, that's not, that's not a good look, you know, because we're a professional company. Even, even our guys that are going out and they're, that are servicing the properties, we still hold a professional image. You know, we, we wear an actual uniform and I don't want somebody showing up that, you know, looks like 
they're that they just don't care. Yeah. Because we do care. And so I want if if I want to see how you're going to take care of yourself because I know if that you're going to project a professional image in, in and of yourself, then that's going to translate to the job. Yeah. And that that's what I'm looking for. It's it's those things that I can't teach you. Yeah. So let's talk to the the smaller business right now. There's a business owner out there I know that's listening to this that you know they have one or two crews and they're staring down the barrel of the spring rush and they're like Marvin I don't have time to play three-dimensional chess with every applicant we've got to get people in the door like what what would you say to that person It feels a little short-sighted to me but I, I understand. I and, and hey, I've been there. Sometimes you just need boots on the ground. You need a warm body out there to help with the work. We've been there. As a matter of fact, it probably ends up happening in my business every year, whether we mean to or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to the best of your ability, try and find out who they are as a person before you send them out with the crews. Just, you know, like I said, hey, tell me about yourself. What's something that you're proud of? All this can be done in a five or a 10 minute conversation. And and as much as possible, I try to meet with the person in person and not do a phone interview because I can't see how you're going to respond to my questions over the phone. I want to see what your response is and what what the look on your face is. How are you going to respond to the questions that I'm asking you? Do you look frustrated because I'm asking you questions? Or you're like, hmm, that's, that's a great question. You know, this is this is who I am, or this is what I want to do. Or this is something, you know, does your face light up when I ask you, what's something that you're proud of that you've done? How does your face light up whenever you, you get to brag about yourself? Or do you even have anything at all that you're proud of that you've done? So all that can be done just in a, in a, a few minutes conversation. Another thing I do like to do is we try to set up our interviews for first thing in the morning. Because mm. uh, if you can't show up on time for an interview early in the morning, that tells me you're not going to be able to well. show up for work on time. Yeah, for sure. Well, Marvin, where can people find you online? Where do you want to be found? Where do I want to be found? You can hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Probably Instagram is probably the best. And it's at Marvin Salcido. That's M-A-R-V-I-N-S-A-L-C-I-D-O. And I also have a website that will be being published very soon. And it is growmybiz.coach. Cool. So we'll have a link uh, to both of those in the description of this episode. Hey, if you are listening and this was helpful to you, If you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, make sure you're subscribed. This is the kind of content that we make on this channel. If you are listening in a podcast app, please leave us a rating and a review, five stars. Uh, And Marvin, thank you so much for coming on the show Thank you. Yeah, of course. I look forward to having you back in the future. Absolutely.